talent to talent, Dybala it's 10, the Isco is 5. So why would you make that swap? What is up everybody and welcome back to the Serie Audio Experience with IFTV. Guys, we're back. We're back. Uh, January 2nd episode. Uh, we've got a tournament to catch right after this. Right. Us three are playing in this. Dad, you're not playing, right? You're still nah, hurt? I'm hurt. And Peter, Peter's the organizer of, uh, of this nah, event. So we got to win. He's hurt when Team. he has to play with us. But when he plays with other people, it's not <laughs> <laughs> Just Team. for the record, just Team. for the record, I, I got a fracture, oh. a minor fracture. He just said he's got a fractured oh. knee. Um, anyway, I'm uh, getting clearance. If I get clearance tomorrow, then I'll play. Then you're gonna play, but the tournaments now. The tournaments. Uh, he'll be there for moral support. Can you make a phone call? <laughs> what, but anyway, fix his knee? anyway, before hey, we yeah. even started on Go. a good note, guys, <laughs> I heard from so many people that many people they call like, me. I don't have to take my number. <laughs> but I put a podcast. It's one of the most intelligent podcasts because we're not talking about a little garbage here. We're talking about the technicality of the game, the beauty of the game. We're talking about uh, we have the expert on uh, on the formations over here. <laughs> And one more thing is, whenever we always predicted, 99% it comes true. <laughs> from where? From you from us? No, from everybody. <laughs> well, we have different opinions. Down, now, this is because uh, this podcast is the podcast of, of the intelligent soccer fan. You know why? Because you guys are all smart. You guys are the intelligent people. You guys are the intelligent people. You're watching this podcast and you transmit the intelligence over here with your question, your email, your texting. Keep doing it, and now you can That's go true. ahead. That's true. Yeah, oh, no, no, we, we got We got Great a lot start. of topics. Everybody's been sending us stuff. I just got one question before we start. Anto, we got three people wearing your colors, the Milan colors, the culture shirt, but you're wearing the gold. Because he's golden. He's the well, leader. I am you should a, thank them for I wearing the Milan shirt colors. for the real tournament. Ah, ah that's true. Ah. That's true. Not for body? Uh, Not easy, for body? Easy, <laughs> for Milan, huh? Um, anyway, uh, just before we start, also Manchester United just won. Again, another one in a row. Antonio already came in. He said, I'm going to talk about Mourinho today. But before we get into it, I just want to remind everybody who's watching right now, we do have a sale on our website for the cultural tees. We got the Italian flag ones. We've got a sale for the next week. So if you want, head over to ItalianFootballTV.com. Anyway, first topic. But do they know, Marco, the, the shirts? Or the, uh, they know. It's on the screen right oh, now. it's on the screen. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, anyway, mm. let's start off with the first topic because we're all here watching the Milan game yesterday. And Antonio, it was, uh, it was a good game because Sampdoria was playing well. First, you said, ah, I don't care about the Coppa Italia because Sampdoria was about to win. Then when Milan won in extra time with who? Who scored? Who scored uh, the two Patrick. goals? Patrick. Patrick Cutrone. Why is Gattuso keeping him on the bench, though? Listen, I don't know if it's just... Uh, what is being told to do, but I think the AC Milan is going to be shipping uh, uh, Iguain out of uh, out of the team, and uh, the best way to do it is to to put him on the field in the hope that this guy is going to score a couple more goals, and maybe they're going to just uh, you know facilitate his uh, his leaving from AC Milan and getting into a uh, Chelsea playing with uh, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea, Sarri and Chelsea. So, I mean, I don't dislike him, but I never liked the ideas that they made at the transfer of Iguain coming to uh, to AC Milan. You know, I, I just, I like Iguain as a player, but he's not an AC Milan player. They spent, I mean. you know, an 18 million euro loan. It's one of the highest loans I've ever heard of for, for this season. They, they, if if they, he does go to Chelsea, Chelsea would take over that remaining 9 million since it's only six months. And then the option for 36 million at the end of the season uh, to buy him outright is a lot. Gattuso, uh, Gazetta said um, actually yesterday and the day before that Iguain has his head 
already at Chelsea. He wants to leave Milan. And Gattuso, they asked him after the match about Iguain. And let me read what Gattuso said. He said, if it was up to me, I would lock Iguain in my house and give him food every two to three hours, and that's it. I would never give him like away. Like a hamster. This is what Gattuso said. Uh, a uh, few comments about uh, the uh, the Milan game yesterday, which we watched. Uh, I, I really don't understand that you have somebody like Cutrone, who every time this kid comes in, he does, he plays with his heart, he runs nonstop, he's very, very happy to be uh, on AC Milan, the guy scores, and you keep him on the bench. I mean, I, I really don't understand that. I look how you, attaches you, to, to the shirt, you, yeah. you, you, you have somebody really good, and you keep him on the bench, so I, that I don't understand. As far as Iguain is concerned, I don't think that uh, he's happy at AC Milan. If I was Juventus, I would take him back in a heartbeat, especially now that uh, uh, Mandzukic is hurt. I mean, he's a classic center forward. I would put him up there. With uh, I think he will do very well with Dybala and with uh, Ronaldo. I think. Can you imagine? Uh, Ronaldo, Iguain, and Dybala. I think that would be perfect. I would not give him away. Um, it's a it's a little bit of a tricky situation right now. Uh, we know that Sadi has been pushing to get Iguain at Chelsea, but Chelsea, as we know, even with Conte, you know, he left because uh, they weren't giving him the transfers that he wanted. Um, and and Morata's not doing well there. So is it is you know does. Milan swap, do a straight swap, Iguain for Morata. Does Morata fit into this? Or now they're even saying maybe Piontek. The name is Piontek. And Juve are also in the situation where they don't know what they want to do. There was talks maybe they would take Morata, but you know Juventus aren't really thinking about adding to their attack anymore. Mm. What do you guys Listen, think? For me, the swap Iguain-Morata, uh, it's a no-brainer. No-brainer. First of all, Morata will add to the speed. Him and Cutrone with the speed. And now look Paqueta. Paqueta is just the first game. He touched a lot of balls. Few mistakes over there on the midfield. But this guy is one of the guys that can take over the midfield. He's shown already with the, the skill that he has. He has to just find the right position. The perfect position for him to be very effective into the team. I think this guy is going to be the next Kaká. <laughs> I know he actually kind of looks like Kaká. He daughter, does. He does look. My like, daughter thinks like he's a mix between Kaká and Neymar. He does look a little bit like Kaká, but come on, you can't say that Everyone's he plays not, like him. He played one game. He didn't do it. Play the way you know resembling. Yeah, yeah, his hair too. If you overhype him, though, and if he doesn't turn out, you know, there's a lot. You're of the one who always talks about not overhyping these young guys, and you're the one sitting here saying this. This guy's for real. This guy here, he looks like he's been playing for 35 years on the same on, on the same do team. With does anyone he's else? He's gonna be. He's gonna be the next. The next big gun and big, a uh, big uh, uh, player to be bought by the best player in, uh, by the best team in Europe. Listen, talking about big players, I think we got to talk about Conti, Andrea Conti. I mean, finally back after two. I think it's been two years, um, and I think that the match really changed when Quagliarella stepped out for Sampdoria and Conti stepped in for mm -hmm. Milan because Conti, unlike Abate, is a player who could really give in a great ball. The first, the cross to Cutrone was perfect. Um, and I think Conti's hungry. He's a young Italian right back that we've been begging to see. We know what he did in Atalanta. And I think that we've talked about Gattuso always being hit with injuries and what he's going to do with Kessie and Bakayoka, maybe Paqueta playing in the midfield. You know, things don't look too bad for Gattuso. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think Conti is going to be a huge addition to the team. Yeah. Peter, what do you think? No, I think uh, Paqueta is still to be seen. You cannot overhype him. It's going to be interesting if... If he plays in the Kaka role, it's the you know center attacking midfield behind the strikers. So you're changing the formation for Milan, which might necessarily be uh, good or bad, but 
it's going to change the the organic structure of the team. A slightly change. Piece. Slightly so four change. Three, three, you're going to do four, four, three, one, two. Yeah, That's but all. you don't use the width. It's a whole different formation. The, the point is, it's something that Milan can definitely do because they have the right players that can play. Conti is, we know already, was supposed to be the, the future of the national team's, uh, you know, uh, Italy national team fullback. So he's great. He he's proven himself with Atalanta. The unfortunate thing, he had this serious injury, which kept him out for a while. And I'm happy to see him back and uh, being able to improve Milan's uh, team. Cutrone, I mean, it's up to the coach. If he's going to play or not play, it's down to Gattuso. Maybe Gattuso's trying to bring up Higuain's morale and doesn't feel that uh, Cutrone and Higuain can coexist mm-hmm. based on the formation that he uses. And, um, you know, but like we've seen, like we've seen all, all season, Cutron is a player that when he plays, he gives his 100%, he scores goals. Why not give him the, you know, give him the chance and let him be the starter? If you get Morata now, uh, you're going to sit, Pete. Who do you sit? Yeah. Morata or Cutrone? Wait, I'll both. tell you what we're going to do. We ship it right now. You play now. both of them. We you change the formation. Right. Oh, yeah. We're going to ship change it formation. Right now. But then Chahanalu or Suso doesn't really have yeah. a position. Listen to this. Listen to this, guys. Those are all guys that can play midfield too. We don't naturally need the four on the back. We can just play with three on the back, five midfielders. Now okay. you're really changing formation. And the two on the top. But the five midfielders uh, can do one on top. Play, Gaetano, Gaetano is, is the expert you, over you here. You play 4 4 2. That's all. Yeah, 4 4 2. Yeah, you play 4 4 2 and you put the two up front. You put uh, Cutrone up front with Morata or with Higuain. And then who are you putting and, on? And you, you got a nice wing and Suso. You know, the, the four midfielders you put wide, uh, Suzu, which is, is is very creative and he, he brings the ball in. But does he track uh, back all the way? He has, he has to. And then the on the other side, you put Paqueta. So you put Paqueta on one wing and you put uh, Suzu on the other wing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when they lose the ball, they got to come back. So, so Paqueta for wait, you wait, is second. more of a wide player. Just one yeah. second. He's more of a wide player. I've, I mean, I, I only see him play for 15 minutes yesterday, okay. and he was playing kind of the wing. Okay. Uh, on so the, he's uh, not the Kaká role then. Uh, uh, no, then he, he at one be. point he moved a little bit more uh, to, the middle. To, to the middle. When Cutrone went in, he kind of moved in a little bit uh, towards the middle. But mm. I, I guess I don't know him that so, well. But yeah. but you know, way, I have a question for you. But then, we, then you move on, Marco, on the next one, on the next topic. The four four two then becomes what? Two six two six two when AC Milan attacks and then and then the two wings they come back. Okay, when AC Milan is attacking, how yeah. does the four four two transforms into what? Like a four yeah, two four. Yeah, four two four. Or four two four. Yeah, okay. four two four. Um, that's how I like, I like yeah, it. Better. Yeah, that's how it, that's how it mm-hmm. is. Just to conclude on this, we got a quick question. And he says, why do Milan insist on signing a new number nine like Iguain in the summer and now Piontek when we have someone who's already gold in Cutrone? So what do you guys think? Do you think that Milan need another number nine, whether they're talking about Piontek or Morata, or do you think that they should put all their hopes in Cutrone? What do you think? No, no, no you Piontek, get, no Piontek. We don't need Piontek. No, you get another center forward and you put two up front. I mean, when you attack, you have to attack w- with four. If you don't attack with four, you're not going anywhere. So if you have the two forwards there, then you, you can attack with the two outside, uh, 
uh, midfielders and then it becomes 4-2-4. Four four. Yeah. Or if you have somebody like Conte who likes to go up wide, it could be the other one. And then one of the midfielders goes in between. In between, Instead of going wide, it goes inside. Like if this guy Paqueta likes to go inside, you know, if the fullback is wide, then he can go in between the fullback and the forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, that has, I, I don't know. If I don't know this guy. Good, one, Wait, Catano, if, you see it. If Gattuso yeah. plays with one striker, then uh, you wouldn't need to get another, a third striker because then they'll be alternating, right? That's only if that. Well, he said works. a 4-2, 4-4-2, uh, which would mean yeah, Morata. Yeah, Morata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying if he plays with a one striker yeah, instead of a two. Yeah, but like a four two three if one. He, yeah. If Iguain, if they sell Iguain, yeah, yeah, okay, but you still need, you need a striker. bench. No, yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying even if you play with one forward, you no, still need, need a backup. Either if they keep Iguain or Morata, that's gonna be Iguain and yeah. Morata as the two strikers. But if he plays as a four three three, let's say that only uses one striker, you, you still need a guy in the bench. But you still need somebody to you back still him need up. Another number nine. Yeah. You can't well, just have Cutrone. That that's part of being a big club. When you're yeah. a big club, you have these top yeah, players on the bench. You need somebody on. For example, Inter had Crespo on the bench. Crespo was one of the best player, best strikers, and they used to be on the bench. I don't so, know if it'll work with a Piontek on the bench. He's going to want a playing. But that's the thing. If it's he's third string. We're not, but I don't it, think that Piontek would but be. Uh, if, you, if you buy Piontek, you, yeah. you know, then he's going to be the guy. Yeah. Up front. If you play with one forward, on the then he's going to be the guy up front. You know, or you see whoever is more informed. It depends on which yeah. direction yeah. you want to go. Yeah, it depends on the on the team. If you have trust in Cutrone, if you have trust in Cutrone, he's going to be the golden boy. He's the one that's going to be the starter, mm-hmm. and you look for a bench player. That also creates a lot of pressure too for a young kid who who's very good coming off the bench. But I feel like sometimes when he starts, we mm-hmm. don't always see the best of him. Anyway, wait, last, Marco, one yeah. last thing. <laughs> AC Milan's strength will be the speed. We have speed at every position. Except when we are on uh, backing up Cutrone. Iguain has lost half a step since he was in Juventus. Now, and AC Milan is very evident. In, if Morata is not injured, I think will be the perfect complement to, uh, to Cutrone. On a one two, those two guys, they can burn anybody. One on one and just passing the ball, triangulating uh, among themselves. This is going to be deadly. This couple will be deadly Mor- for AC Morata's Milan. Morata's not that fast. Iguain is good Morata's because he not can hold. Fast. No, no, Morata's that fast. That guy can run to 150 meters in five seconds. You need players that well, have Anyway, so guys, we got one last question about the situation, and it comes from a Chelsea fan. And he says, you know, Morata, we know that Morata, yeah, he's fast, but he also men- mentally right now he's not in a good place. Mm-hmm. So this Chelsea fan says, do you think the current version of Iguain has the tools to succeed in Chelsea in the English Premier League? What do you think, Peter? 100%. Iguain is a top scorer no matter what. He's going to guarantee you at least 20 goals. Even if he has a bit of a dry spell this year, he's a player that's proven in years past that he could always score goals. And with Saudi. Yeah. So he already knows Saudi's system. Chelsea has better play- 10 times better players than Milan does. Okay? With people like that, he's going to be a it? goal scorer. <laughs> Please. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that Hazard, Maybe that Hazard William. These yeah. are guys. Jorginho. Jorginho. But right now. It's for this right six now. months. Okay. <laughs> He's going to have the, the service available. Less pressure. Uh, you know. He's going to be able to score goals because when he gets there, he scores you the goals. Morata, on their hand, he's never proven to be a goal scorer of more than 20 goals based on years with Juventus or Real Madrid. Higuain is proven. I mean, you believe that Morata's younger, he's faster, he's going to be more complimentary to Cutrone, so be it. But Higuain has proven that he can score. Morata still hasn't. Dad, do you think in the Premier League, Iguain under this Chelsea it, would work? For a forward, what is very important is the confidence. 
and the, what he feels from the coach. And I think that if he goes to Chelsea and the coach wants him there, he will feel wanted, and that's very, very important for his confidence. So, yeah, I'll think, I think he will do well at Chelsea with, uh, with the way Sarri plays. Let's move on a way, little bit. But is he going to move now or is he going to go to June? Do you think they're going to They're talking about now. No, they're talking about right now. Right, right now. Uh, the way that Leonardo and he talked about and the way the comments that he made, I think they're ready to... They're ready to, 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 yeah. to, to move apart to, from each To other. move apart. I got two, so I think differently from what you said, but... Um, he said know, he doesn't want him to Le Leonardo will probably make, uh, will make the call. Um, one last thing, your boy Cassano. We always got to bring up Cassano. Oh, yeah, he had an interesting comment today. <laughs> um, this transitioning a little bit from Iguain and Icardi. He said, if I had a magic wand, I'd replace Icardi with Iguain at Inter. So he's saying I would take away Icardi from Inter and put Iguain instead. Oh, I'll do the swap. Give me Icardi. <laughs> I'll take Bandanara too. No, no, no. Did you say if he had a Wanda? Wanda? Are you talking a about magic, magic Wanda? Wanda? Yeah, yeah. Maybe Maybe that's magic Wanda. You know, what's, you know what's so funny? My my computer auto-corrected to Wanda, Wanda. too. And Wanda. I had to stop myself wow. from just saying it. Magic it Wanda. <laughs> um, oh, I'll do Pete, it. what do you think about that as an Inter fan? Listen, it might work out. It might work out for you. First off, he wasn't talking about the swap. He was talking about Icardi leaving Re Inter. Replacing Re him. Yeah. So, to who do you replace Icardi with? <laughs> he say Higuain. Would it be Higuain? I told you already. I think Higuain is a fantastic player. He's a player that can get the ball from the midfield bring it to the front and what score goals of course he's a center forward i'll tell you what is going to happen Iguain goes to english premier league he's going to score more goals because over there they don't know how to play defense they always uh, play uh, uh, offensive he's going to have a lot more room and he's going to be different tactics he's, look today i scream so much uh, playing with uh, the old timers over there and he's going to be scoring a lot because over there there's a lot more room in the uh, playing on the defense so Iguain is going to probably score his goal over there in no. italy there is not much room to uh, to uh no he's yeah. proven he's that he can scored. score 30 goals yeah, 30 with napoli goal. it's over with it's juventus over. it's over. even last what year juventus he scored has anybody talk about benzema is, no. is he talking about no, he's i mean if i off. if yeah, i was uh, because uh, real madrid looks like they they want to make a lot of changes mm -hmm. if i was looking for a center forward i would i would look at benzema this is i think i benzema think i think he's still got a few more years to go nah, nah. this is there's a good transition talking about real madrid and a lot of changes um you know there's there's been a lot of talks you know concrete talks about juventus and isco you oh, know, wonderful, they're saying Paratici is, uh, he knows that Isco wants to leave. He's not happy under Solari. And Paratici has already made some moves to try to see if Isco can join in the summer. You know, it might be 70, 80 million. Um, nothing too reliable, but there has been suggestion that if Juventus does sign Isco in the summer, that Dybala, that would mean Dybala goes the opposite way. Oh, whether no. he goes to Real Madrid Bad or mistake. whether he leaves. What do we think about this? Do we Bad think mistake. that? Do we Bad think mistake. that this Juventus who we know does need, you know, that kind of player. Do you think Juventus would be better off with Isco where the outcome is losing Dybala? That start off, what do you think? Uh, very, very uh, important is the relationship between uh, Dybala and Allegri. I know that in the past uh, they haven't had a good relationship. I think if Dybala is not happy at Juventus, probably that's a good move. If the Bala does not want to leave, uh, I think I will keep him. And uh, I mean, the guy is very, very talented, but he's struggling. I mean, even even yesterday, 
I mean, he, he didn't play a lot, but uh, yeah, he struggles uh, in, uh, in in this formation with uh, with Juventus. What do you think about Isco? Do you think that Isco adds more to Juventus than Dybala uh, would add? I, I think, it, like I said, if Isco, he is uh, motivated to leave because he doesn't want to, uh, the way it looks, he doesn't want to be at Real Madrid anymore. And if he's motivated to go to Juventus, I think that's, and Juventus wants him, I think, yes, it will make a difference. Pete, what do you think? I think, first off, Isco is a fantastic player. But we've seen with Allegri, it all depends if Allegri is going to be in Juventus. With with the problems that he had with Dybala, it was the fact that Dybala is more of that free-roaming player. He doesn't have a standard position. Isco is the same type of player with Real Madrid. So if you put Isco in the mix and take out Dybala, you, Juventus has to realize, is that really the better choice? Is that anything, he's going to give you anything more than Dybala does? Now... The only way I can see it possible is if Real Madrid splashes cash, so gives Isco plus money, yeah. then maybe Juventus thinks about it. But I do not think Isco is the right player for, for Juventus, only f- for the reason that he's not uh, a structured player. So Dybala, he might he already played in Serie A. He knows the Allegri system. He comes back and defend. Is Isco willing to do the same type of sacrifice? Still to be seen. Can he? If, with the right motivation? Yes. But is he the right player? I do not think so. Listen, I think Isco is going to be stepping on each other's foot with uh, uh, Alexandro. He's going to be stepping on, on somebody, uh, on other midfielders' feet because he's got, he's got uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Pjanic over there. He's got uh, Betancourt over there. He's got uh, a bunch he plays of more, more attacking. attacking no, but listen, listen, again, to you're create. just getting somebody that has got a, a definite, you know, it's a, it's, he plays on the, on the, comes from the left-hand side, right? He's good. That's, the vast majority of the time, it's always on the like left-hand side. Like a center attacking midfield. So, right. so what's going on over there? Dybala, it's like a wild, a wild uh, a migrant, uh, uh, explosive player player that at, at any time can change the can change the, the outcome of the game this is cool you already know what you're going to get it's the type of player that is going to go down to the wing it's going to put the model uh, the board in the middle excellent talent don't get me wrong yeah. but if talent to talent dibala it's 10 the isco is five so why would you make that swap no. unless i agree with peter 100 percent money is the issue if they get dibala back to real madrid which is a lot more valuable than isco real madrid is going to have to come up with something more I think there's a few parts. I would never to... make the swap. I think I think Dybala's better too, to be honest. It, right now, it's not looking good because Dybala's on that dry spell. But every single player goes through this rough patch, and he's gonna go through. When Dybala's on form, it's very hard to stop him. Uh, he's still what is he? 25 years old. I think they're pretty much the same age with Isco, and I just feel like he has much more potential than Isco does. Dybala can play literally any position in the attack. And he can score. There's, a, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of ways to look at this. You know, the coach is going to matter, but I think even more so, what's going to matter is what happens from January to June. Right now, you know, we haven't seen that click with Ronaldo that that you know you might have thought that we were going to see at this point. But a lot of stuff changes. Juventus start playing different football. Like he said, you know, Dybala last season he started the season off so well, and then he dipped off a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, but but. Um, Isco is always a player that I, I've always admired. I've always loved. I think that that he brings a little bit more stability because, like you said, you know, you kind of know what you're going to get with Isco. He's not um, pushing towards goal as much. He's more so setting up, you know. Mm-hmm. And we saw how he, he's played with Ronaldo in the past. So I think that it's a very interesting idea. Um, but also, I'm not sure if DiBala would fit at Real Madrid. I think there's a lot of pressure there, and um, he's still a little bit 
of a question mark. Wait, what's your opinion and, though as a Juve fan? Who would you prefer? I think that it's it's still too soon to tell. Soon? Because, you know, you got a, a strong part for Dybala, you know, on one hand. But at the other hand, you know that Isco is a very talented, world-class player. You know what probably uh, as to uh, does also uh, count is what Ronaldo would say. I think Ronaldo and Isco, they won three Champions uh, League in a row. And probably if uh, Ronaldo feels like more comfortable having Isco next to him, probably that will... And that if would, Zidane is the coach? If that's Zidane the will be the coach? Right. That is the greatest time. It could be. Yeah, so that, that's that, why that I'm saying six months is going to say right, a, lot. a lot. I was coming do. up with that, Marco. Yeah. Anyway, um, Moise Keane also scored for Juventus, um, the Coppa Italia match. Uh, he scored the second goal in, in the game against Bologna. You know, another kid who, um, you know, talented Italian who hasn't gotten a lot of room here. But, you know, he's been one who in the summer, his agent, his brother, I think is his agent. He said he does not want to leave from Juventus. He's willing to fight with his spot. He wants to learn from Ronaldo, who's an idol to him. And even now in January, where they were thinking about letting him go on loan, he's another one who said, listen, let me get time. Let me continue training. Let me show what I have. Um, and I think his goal was, it was a good poacher goal you know he read it very uh good it, kind of like an inzaghi almost come on it was it was a great you know simple finish tucked in the back of the net for a young kid uh, it um <laughs> it was like an inzaghi goal come yeah. on you know inzaghi yeah. goal that, that's uh, what you really need. so you already know what but, that means um <laughs> yeah so i think that uh for for moist Keane and who scored the first goal was it bernadeschi which was that was <laughs> okay two italians scored for juventus um but i think that's time Probably for the yeah, they had six six Italians starting in this match. Spinazzola, another one who was, you know, they're talking about him possibly going to Bologna. I thought he played a great match, and he's a great, you know, um, uh, backup for who would be Alexandro, another guy who was very good. And and nothing to really say about this Juventus, but I wanted to point out with Moise Keane, um, finally got a chance, and this is a good show from a youngster. Listen, when you get your chance, you got to take advantage of your chance. However, the goal comes, you got to put the ball in the back of the net. So doesn't matter. Um, next, okay, we got a question. Should teams like Roma, Lazio, and Milan try to win the Coppa Italia, or should they concentrate on getting that fourth place spot? Ooh, uh, for me, that, that's actually a very good question. I think you should always play to win for every competition, uh, whether it means, uh, whether it means, like, I, I don't like how when Sadio was at Napoli, he wanted all this focus on Scudetto, even though a lot of people think that's smart. I think you got to give your best in every competition because, you know, there's a chance you can win something. And I think that's just most important. You just got to get depth on your side. I think you got to be honest with yourself and with your team. And when you know, listen, we can't fight on three fronts. We can't fight on two fronts. We can only fight on one front. And you want to give your best shot in there rather than spreading thin on three fronts. And then you don't achieve, you know, close to where the goal should be. It's cheap so to think, only go for one. No, I think, I think that you could say that for Juventus, who, who is built to fight on three fronts. You could say, no, you can't just, you know, go for... The Scudetto or the Champions League, you know? Mm. But for a team like, you know, for what you're saying, Saudi, I think it's a little bit different. But for specifically, for Roma, Lazio, and Milan, what do you think, Anto? You're a Milan fan. Listen, I got to be honest with you. I didn't like when AC Milan got kicked by uh, Olympiacos out of the uh, uh, Europa League. Any team that he plays in Serie A right now, they have the respect of the game to begin with. Imagine if you are in a competition. That's a plus. Nobody's trying, he is in the position to choose, okay, I'm going to try to lose this one year, but try to do it honestly, like make it look like we did our best. I don't believe in that. 
AC Milan believes like Juventus. You go into the field, you go to win. End exactly. of the story. Yeah. There is no ifs and buts. If Sarri did it in Napoli and and he's been shown to fail, he failed at every level or at every. He Not failed. at every level. He failed. He didn't fail at every level, but okay. He put a good team inside. He showcased the 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 the, the, the game that the way he wanted he wanted me to implement it and, and the play. But he, he made a decision to focus on the campionato, and that really you know punished him. Juventus they punished him. The league punished him in terms of he didn't win anything. He didn't win the Champions. He didn't win the UEFA. He didn't win anything. He didn't win the Coppa Italia. He just was the winless best coach of the Serie A. So now you can... Winning dirty is a win is a win. Okay? I don't like how well you play. I want to win. At every competition, you got to win. Or just That's take true. the team and pull him out of the league. There is no such a thing. Choosing, you cannot choose. What do you, you guys think about that? Specifically, with. hit on you know Roma, Lazio, and Milan, where they stand. Yeah, go ahead. No, I think Roma, Lazio, and Milan. Right, Milan. We're already expected to play in Europa League. They're out of Europa League, so they should definitely try to win Coppa Italia. And in the end, Coppa Italia is is a silverware. It's prestigious to win something yeah. like that. Um, even though in Italy, it's always been played down. Not anymore, Pete. Not anymore. No, not is. anymore. It but is. it's still not as prestigious as Serie A. Yes, but. It's a top competition where a lot of these teams now are entering in the quarterfinals. So you're talking about three games, really. Quarterfinal, semifinal, final. That's true. Right? Yeah. So you're telling me a team like Lazio, who also is in Europa League, a team like Roma, who's in Champions League, they don't have enough of a squad to focus on three more games. I think it's something that all these teams, if they're not uh, concentrating in the Scudetto race and unfortunately are not in the Scudetto race, this should be your priority with the uh, Europa League, as well as Compitalia. getting the fourth place yeah. spot. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, strategically, you can you have your roster and you're able to play certain players. It's a chance where you, in the Coppa Italia you get players that are on the bench that don't have mm -hmm. enough time, uh, a chance to show what they got. Yeah. And Juventus also proved that. But, yeah, I think they should definitely go for it. And uh, if it was American sports, this is kind of like your playoffs. You have a chance now, Milan to verse Juventus, Inter to verse Napoli, all these different teams. This is a good way to show that your team is worth more than another. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that uh, with the Coppa Italia, you have a chance to uh, you know to go to, to the final. Uh, the other teams, maybe Juventus, uh, you know, doesn't put the uh, the top eleven players on this competition. I see that some of the the, uh, the teams, you know, they put the second goalkeeper. They put uh, so this is a chance for a team like Lazio and uh, Milan or Roma to to, to win, shine. yeah, exactly. and to win this uh, Coppa Italia. But then again, you know, Juventus, even though <laughs> yesterday, uh, you know, they play with a formation that I don't think they ever played before. They had um, Bernardeschi on one side, and they had uh, Douglas Cost on the other side. And uh, Moses Keen and, yeah. and the front, which I don't think they ever played like that. But still, they, they have that hunger that uh, they need. They want to go and they want to win the game. And the other teams, they, they're all scared. I, it's unbelievable. They, everybody is scared. You're a Serie A player. You are playing in a competition. You go there and you go there to, to, to shine and to win the game. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, if you see the first goal that um, <laughs> that uh, oh that uh, Bernadette is called, I mean, the goalkeeper and the <laughs> defender, it was, a, it was a joke. It was like, oh, it's like, a, I get it, you get it, we don't get it, both of them didn't no get it. no communication. Uh -huh. yeah. The last guy just tripped on himself. And I feel like if yeah. they were playing against the any other team, yeah. 
the goalkeeper would have probably come up, get the ball, whenever. But because it was Juventus, there's a little yeah, bit a little more, there's more, uh, a, a, you know, uh, pressure and tension, and uh, they they cannot handle it. It's Some also, of these players cannot handle it. It's also Bologna, who is in 18th place in Serie A, and even though that they have the players to play, they're not playing well, you even good think football. Bologna could do that stuff. Let's uh, let's we got a few questions from some Roma fans right now. Just to conclude, um, Roma linked with Belotti today. You know, we know that they got this striker problem. What do you guys think about Belotti and uh, possibly to Roma? I say leave him. It's no? not worth the risk. Anto, what do you think? No, Belotti, Belotti, uh, he's been disappointing. I mean, the thank God the rumors that uh, a couple of years ago was linked to go to AC Milan. Yeah. Thank God he didn't materialize. Yeah, hundred million dollars. <laughs> oh, what? No way. So, uh, I listen, I like Belotti. He's a great, yeah. he's a great guy, but uh, I don't think he's going to compliment what uh, Zeko does for Roma. Is he a little bit mentally weak, kind of like chic? Because we know she got a mental coach too. Mm-hmm. He hired a mental coach because he said Roma told him, listen, you got to get your act straight now because we invested a lot of money in you. Otherwise, we're going to send you on loan. Mm-hmm. So he got a mental coach. Too. Isn't Belotti a little bit the same? A little, I can see some of some Didn't he score? I think he, he has got... seven goals right now and four of them are from penalties. Mm-hmm. He, he had an amazing For a striker season. at Torino, that's not good. He couldn't handle the pressure. More than half of your goals are penalties. Season. That was a problem with him. And he's the captain of Torino. So exactly. So that's mental. What do you think, P? No, I think Roma shouldn't have anything to do with uh, Belotti because Belotti, unfortunately, is not that top goal scorer anymore. He had that one outstanding uh, year, and then since then, he's really, uh, you know, fell through the cracks. But, I mean, not to say that he can't score 15 goals, you know. not important for Roma. I don't think so. You have Zeko to look up to, and now you're going to put Belotti, or you have also Sheik. So the point is, they have to look for another striker. Unless they get a a really good deal out of him, I don't see it. What's a really good deal? 15 million? There's no way Cairo is not gonna. He'd rather. I just don't. I just don't. I just don't see it. What do you think? No, I I would not go for (laughs) Bellotti. No way. If I if I'm looking for a center forward right now and I want to give a chance to somebody, I go with Piontek. That's the guy that I would that I would shoot for. How about Roma for Morata? No way. Let's Morata, Morata would be. Really? I'll take Chic. I'll take Chic. I will take Sheik when That's another around. hard environment for Sheik to go to, and we know how he adapted. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Then he's not a good player. If he yeah, has no, a hard environment, he's not he a good player. I know. Straight I, over here. No he cannot be choking uh. on, the high st- on, on the big stage. This is the thing. Some of the players, they come on a big stage, they choke. Guys, Morata. What about Morata Roma? Would it make sense? Think, Champions yeah. League team? Team that needs a striker? Why not? Monchi, Spanish. I, I, in, in, who's going to be subbing? Who's going to depart from Roma? They play two strikers. Who? They play Jaco and they play uh, Morata. Uh, that's a that's a different story. But don't take Jaco away. No, no, no. no I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Uh, last question that we got is: Do you think Roma will finish top four? Uh, what do you think they need in this mercato, and who do you think that they will get? So, what do you think Morata, uh, Roma need to do to get top four? We know top four is very, very competitive this year. We don't know who's going to get it. Is there any anything that Roma you think this Roma needs to reinforce besides the striker? Since we already talked about Center the striker. Back. Roma Center needs back. to borrow from Lazio, Milinkovic, Savic if they want to make four That will never happen. That's why I put it on the <laughs> table. So since it's not going to happen, Roma is not going to make it in fourth place. Not this year. I don't think top four either. They, they, need, they need a few reinforcements. Cecho's so hot and cold sometimes, but I feel like he fits Roma. He, they need another center back. They need another some sort of midfielder. But Anything I don't think, else? I don't think they have what it takes to go top <laughs> four. If De Rossi doesn't become De Rossi five years ago because he's the missing link. <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> Benjamin Biden. He doesn't go back to his age of five years ago. It's not happening. That's what they're missing. They're missing the De Rossi five years Peter, ago. De Rossi is not what he used to be. No. <laughs> 
I mean, this year is, is not going to be a fourth uh, place finish. They have a lot of young talent, so I think for the future they definitely can can play. But what they're not really missing any player. I mean, you could always get upgrades, but what they're missing is consistency. They haven't mm -hmm. been able to get some wins in a row and be able to really uh, tactically control games. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always a crapshoot with the Roma. So. What a, a strange team is uh, <laughs> is Roma. Uh, I, you know, I don't know what Palota has in mind. I mean, what do you want to do with this team? Do you want to play in Champions League or do you want to keep selling players? Because that's all I, I hear them saying is selling players. Now, this Daniele, do we keep him? They don't know he's going to be our future. Though. They even just the thought of thinking about selling him. The guy is a young player yeah. and you're thinking of selling. You need money. I don't, really don't understand mm -hmm what the uh, objective is of this team what do they really want to do i think right now what they're missing is a leader and when the ross is not there the leadership is gone because he is the leader of the team and um, w with the uh, intense uh, way that he plays there's no other player definitely that plays with the same intense as the rossi so i think that's what they're missing right now and then from the management level I would really like to know what is what are you trying to accomplish? Do you want to play in Champions League? Do you want to win the Scudetto? Do you want to win Coppa Italia? Or you you just want to sell players? That's mm. what I would like to know. Wow, Gaetano saying no, that. it's a good. Uh, I mean, sometimes you gotta point. be real. And you, you How gotta... much this financial fair play is influencing those those decisions, Gaetano? And, well, and, and, uh, I'll give you a good point. A good a good um, basis. They they did a study of the top spending teams from 2016 to now. And Juventus, I think, was the second or third team. I think second team after PSG, maybe, or Man City. But then on the flip side, they said, who sold the most, right? And there was no big teams. It was Dortmund. It was Monaco. It was Juventus. And then it was Roma. Juventus sold 400 million worth of players. Roma sold 396 million. Wow. So the difference there, Juventus spent 600 million, but they sold 400 million worth of players. Well, so it's also Allison, between Allison and, and, and Salah, of course you can get. Uh, no, you know, so I mean, if we talk about financial fair play, I mean, they sold you know more than some of the biggest teams, the biggest and best teams. No. But did they really reinvest it? And did they really reinvest it wisely? Maybe they did it for the future. Right now, it doesn't seem. <laughs> I like mean, we it, know that for the future, it seems it, uh, it seems more brighter at Roma's future. For well, sure. you have to also. See what's coming in with Real Madrid, with all these big teams, Barcelona, the English teams. They have a lot more money coming in, so you're able to balance the books with, by spending more. A you lot know what I'm more. saying a lot more. So this is what's the struggle with Roma. Roma also has problems with uh, stadium, right? If they were able to get a privatized stadium, you would have so much more money coming in, where you could like Juventus, right? Juventus has the Juventus Stadium, where it's now changed to Allianz Stadium. So they're making money on that and. By doing that, then Juventus has extra money to spend. I think Palotta, what he's trying to do is create like a stable business where Roma can now uh, become a buying power. But at the moment, they're just not. And, uh, you know, even though they've sold so many players, I'm not sure if it's their best interest to go into debt. It's not like years past where, for example, Moratti would just sign off on everything to buy players. You're saying until they get their stadium, basically? I, that's what I personally think. I think Palotto is waiting until the stadium to be able to really say, okay, now I feel like I'm in power and there's no risk and I'm going to... Because Roma, you know, internationally, Roma is, is a great city. For sure. So as far as marketing, as far as, you know, you know, I think it's probably bigger in a sense than Milan. The only thing sure. is 
Maybe yeah. internet. No, 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 no. no. I'm not, <laughs> not, not talking city, about. Not talking about the city. I'm talking about the city. Yeah. Milano. But Milano has story history. Milano for soccer. Yeah. You know, it's like the center of exactly Europe. Exactly. Scala del calcio. And they have La Scala of opera singing too. Yes. Okay. It's right up between. That's the way it's been in the past. Exactly. History. Even from 1963, 64, when Inter used to win a. He means commercially, though, yeah. Roma as yeah. a tourist. But that's city. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they don't have the history thing. to fight with it, yeah. but they have the potential. Yeah. So that's where it all comes down but to. I slightly disagree with Peter because even though Rome is more important than Milan, it's the capital of Italy, historically, it's, we know it's one of yeah. the best cities. If it's not the best city of the world, Milan is stra- geographically, strategically placed in the middle that's of true. Europe. Yeah. Yeah. You are in... Uh, in, in Germany, you are in France, yeah. you are in Spain, no, no. You are and in, it's a everywhere. very rich, rich area. Oh, oh, I yeah. was in Milano this summer. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I did not recognize the city. You got to see yeah. what the building no, in Milano. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went Near to the Tre Torre. There's a sky skyscrapers. Uh, skyscrapers. Yeah. You know, you look up and you see this. Where am I? Am I in New York or am I in Milano? <laughs> I mean, yeah. and the city is clean. Yeah. I think they're doing a good job and. Rome is one of my favorite cities, but come on, you know, you need to do a better job. It's it's dirty. Uh, it's not run the way it's supposed to be run. So I, I was really impressed with uh, with Milano this summer. When we lived there, I mean, it was it's the same thing. The, the great thing about Milano yeah. is that it's got a little mix of everything. It's got a good balance of work, mm-hmm. but also a good balance of, of culture. And I think Rome is a little bit Laid back. culture. <laughs> work you know like the business side is a little yeah. bit architecturally um, speaking rome is the best yeah, city yeah, yeah, of yeah. the world yeah, yeah not because i'm saying it because it is the truth but after milan, body but milan no way well <laughs> almost <laughs> <laughs> but milan, i put you in a tricky situation milan, it's where technology yeah. is there yeah. business fashion is yeah, yeah. there money is 100 with there. without a doubt but i'm just fashion. saying as far if you were to you know ask everybody a simple question around the world uh, which city comes to your mind, or I'm sh- I think I would put money that Roma would come up first than Milan. Sure. But like we've talked yeah. about already, Milan, besides that they have the history, even the way the city is run and the way that uh, you know Milan is, Milan definitely have more uh, power. But Roma, I think they have the potential. Well, the eternal city, so yeah. there's a lot. A yeah, lot the, the seller is there. Um, anyway, guys, uh, I think that's it. I think we got. There was something else I wanted to mention, but. Forget say, about oh, it. I don't remember. The Super Copa. Guys, wait, we have to say something quick. about Mourinho. Oh Since he's lefting, he's, he's gonna, left. He left from uh, Manchester mm-hmm. United. My voice is all hoarse because I screamed like an animal today. For Mourinho? Or? No, no, <laughs> Mourinho. Since he left from Manchester United, Manchester United has been winning every game. He's yeah. been winning beautifully. Pogba is becoming a superstar. Uh, no, he's becoming. He was a superstar before Mourinho. <laughs> then he got into uh, into uh, Manchester United. Play for Mourinho, it became like. So we have to ma- make this a timestamp. So this is BM before Mourinho. And AM before and after. So. Uh, what? Scores of today. Yeah, go. go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, everybody stop. anyway <laughs> even though he didn't score today, even though he didn't score today, he could have scored the 2-0. Nothing. for scored a decent goal, beautiful goal. But uh, you know, Pogba was there. It was a little deflection yeah. that the goalkeeper was able but to. But we've save. discussed this all along. When the the coach loses his players, 
It's history. Listen, Pete, Pete. It's not to say Mourinho is a good coach or bad coach. Listen, Mourinho could be a spectacular person, which I believe is a great guy. Yeah. But he's dumb as a brick. Oh. He, understands, <laughs> Come on. he understands that Pogba is the player that can make a big difference. And by punishing him psychologically to, to put him on the back of, uh, in front of the defense, he, he made no justice to this kid here. To the point that, that the rumor of Pogba leaving was only linked to Mourinho. I know. Yeah. Just good. let yes. him play on the position that he's accustomed to play. And look what's going on. I right. like this. I'm I like not this. making this up. It's, it's the field that is showing you up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, you should be very happy. Why? Because Mourinho could end up at Inter. So that would oh make my you, God, that would the make best day. The best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway then when we start up, winning... Let's finish up with the scores, the today's scores for Coppa Italia. Uh, Fiorentina beat Torino 2-0. Ooh. Federico Chiesa scored. Twice, right? Inter ended. We were, we we're still in it when we started this podcast. 6-2. Against Benevento. Wow. Benevento. Oh. Lautaro, oh. Brace, right? Um, oh and God. then the game, Congratulations, Pete. <laughs> the game that didn't start for us is in another hour. It's Napoli-Sassuolo uh, predicting so Napoli a Napoli won. win. And then also we have the final on Wednesday. That's what I wanted to say. Super Coppa. Super are we you, watching it? I oh, am. Are we doing a bet? Uh, I would say it's going to go to overtime and AC Milan wins a penalty kick provided wow. that, oh, again, yeah, that, provided that Reina is not a goalie. Reina did amazing for you uh, I know, yesterday. but if we go it to penalty kick... He saved you the game. If we go to penalty kick, I won I wanna Donnarumma uh, as a goalkeeper. Gattuso, he saved the balance last year. Too. Um, so, do we know anything about the formation of the for Wednesday? It's too early. Yeah, I know that Suso is not playing. Yes, that's the only thing that I know. I know. I wanted to know about the, the goalkeeper situation. Who's going to play for it's the goalkeeper? Be I mean, I'm sure Juventus yeah. is going to have, uh, you know, the, oh the, Chesney. You know, Chesney. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have. Uh, the real for they're gonna play. Yeah, yeah, Ronaldo and Your boy. That's Let's why see. they didn't play. <laughs> they didn't play the that last time we played against. Anyway, the last thing that I want to say is, guys, there is a sale on the shirts. I mean, look at these shirts. This nice. one is one We're more beautiful than today. the other. Look at this one. And then, of course, there is the uh, the one that right now everybody should be buying because the VAR is not working out. <laughs> so the VAR fanculo. What is the I, 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 I think yeah, We'll put it on the screen. Put, put it on, on the, the screen. screen. <laughs> I think, I think it's on. Watch, it's on the screen. It's on the screen. Uh, <laughs> I think the, the, the way that the VAR has been run right now, I'm I not know. happy about it. That They need to make changes. Yeah. And I think that we should let them know, hey, Make changes, otherwise it's not gonna work. I can run the bar better than those guys over here. <laughs> I can. Okay, do it. are we gonna make a bet? Okay, so what's the bet? The bet is if Juventus, I say Juventus. Uh-huh. If Juventus win, you gotta wear a Juventus shirt again. If uh, Milan win, I wear a Milan shirt. Okay, that's a bet. Here Shake. you go. There you go. And you wait. If Milan wins, <laughs> wait. Don't change it now. If Milan wins, you can have to drink the espresso from the AC Milan cup. I'll do that too. I'll do that too. I'll do that too. I'll do both. It's gonna be more. But you're gonna wear the. Oh, you're gonna wear the Ronaldo shirt. Uh, <laughs> yes. Again. Hey. I said I'll wear the Juventus shirt, but not the Juventus shirt. Anyway, guys, as always, thank you for watching. Subscribe if you're new. Rate the podcast with five stars. Um, and as always, thank you for watching. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao, Ciao. Ciao guys.